Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. episode, we learn the truth about Monet's accent, and it is as sweet as St. Lucia. We talk about moms, and we find out what made Monet say this. Have to make the trek from Brooklyn, so I'm, it was like a two-hour journey, bitch. I got hungry on the way to your house. And we find out what made Bob say this. And I was like, you fraud-ass, <laughs> fake bitch. Bob. Glory, hallelujah. This is what we've come to do. Tear down strongholds, break the chains. Find the devil in Jesus' name. Tonight, we have a right to shake the foundation with praise, praise him. I'm amazing to try to antagonize me because it's Easter Sunday. We're recording this on Easter Sunday. It's Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> Get that right. Three days ago, he was buried in the tomb, but ha-ha! 
on this Sunday morning, the stone rolled over. Oh my God. And he raised he it to heaven. I have religious trauma in the morning. It's, trauma. it's <laughs> triggering me. And I, I got, my mom called me this morning and woke me up, and I was kind of like, I, I, should, I cannot talk about this because we're going we're gonna to end up arguing again. Anyway, me and my mom got into an argument this morning because she didn't like that I made a joke about not believing in God on the GLAAD Awards. What, what was the joke? <laughs> Lil Nas X on the screen. Uh-huh. And she, but she knew who he was. She goes, some man, and he, he, looked like, he looked like the devil. He had the devil, and he, he was red. <laughs> And I said, he's so fine. I almost believed in God again. Mm-hmm. And she said, I didn't like it. But that's not how she said it. She was like, I love that you did so good. Well, there was one part, but I don't want to talk about it. I didn't like it. And I was like, oh, God, well, now we have to talk about it. He goes, no, no, no. No, we don't have to. And then another three minutes of me being like, well, now you, you have to say it. And then she, then she said it. And then, of course, I responded. And then she goes, I know you and Monet argue over God and, and about Christianity. And I said, that was a long time ago. I said, when I used to identify as, as Christian back then, I don't know if she still does to this day. Do you on Easter Sunday? That's <laughs> answer. Do you, on, are you on, on Resurrection Sunday, do you, are, are you Christian? I'm religious. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not religious. I, <laughs> so what's I, your religion then? My religion is just, like this nebulous of I know that I, I acknowledge that I that I am not I cannot be the greatest like humans are not the greatest. Oh, we know you're not the greatest. Everyone knows you're not the greatest. There's some. There's a higher. <laughs> we all know you're not the greatest. What I what I detest. We know the greatest is Aquarius. Now bow down to your queen. <laughs> what I detest. <laughs> what I detest is organized religion because I think that is toxic. It has triggers. But if people find power in just in outside of organized religion. Having your own spiritual experiences at home. Some people have spiritual experiences having sex. Some people, I, I watched this whole thing. On, I got into a YouTube dive about how people saying that sex is actually a religious experience. Like you're getting together and you're releasing energy and you're like, so if that's your, like whatever your religious experience is, if it gives you power, work. For me, it's doing drag. Nigga, do you think you 50 cent? <laughs> what? Do you think you fucking in the G unit? G unit. We both have the G. In the last couple of episodes, Monet has been wearing nothing but tank tops. Like she has 50 cent in the early 2000s. This is my first tank top in a minute. So you started wearing them because I started wearing them. No, you just said I've been wearing them for the past couple episodes. So now you wearing them. No, what happened was I I literally rolled out of bed after arguing with my mother, grabbed the nearest clothes, stumbled downstairs, let you into the garage. And then Jacob, as we give us that, Jacob was like, so you so you got my shirt on. And I'm just like, it's been an onslaught for me since the time I woke up today until until showing up to work. <laughs> Lucky for you, work is at your house. I would have came to your house if you need if you wanted me to, if you really needed me to. Last night we talked about it, but we decided it made more sense from over here. We did? Yeah, last night. Oh, you said, oh for the, the thing we're playing later. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay, so today we're also doing a jet. We're doing like a little party for me on the, on, on the Patreon. It has happened by now, but yeah, we're, we're celebrating one day being on All Stars. And we're doing Jack Wild. Oh wait, wait, can we say it yet? Oh my god, we filmed this before All Stars got announced. <laughs> um, and but okay, y'all said we're only picking. I think we should rotate them. It should only be six people the entire time. We should rotate these from people in different games. Yeah, no one's arguing. No one argued that. Well, y'all said six people. We didn't say that six same people. Did you? Uh, did you say? That? Six same people. No, we should rotate. Give most people a chance. We should do like at least we should play at least three or four rounds of different games. Not like three or four different games. Thirty-four rounds. 
We can. I think it, it, my only concern is that there's going to be a lot of downtime while we uh, rotate people in and out. Downtime, like, average. Send them to Zoom. I, because it's something really special. I think we can we can like make like a five minute. Okay, you being a concert is not that special. I mean, really special. You. We didn't do a party for me being on Black Lives Sketch. And you didn't even tell your mom you was on Black Lives Sketch. Yes, I did. Yes, I called my mom when I was at Black Lives Sketch. Okay, here's the thing. I, I I identify with that. So I do stuff all the time in my family. They'll be like, "Why did you tell me?" I'm like, "I posted on social media. You saw on social media, right?" That's not okay. That's not what I'm saying. That's what I feel. Well, I talked to. Well, I would say in my, in, in my mom's defense, she did say, "Oh, you probably did tell me, but I forgot it was so long ago." But I I because I remember calling my mom and like I'm at I'm filming. I said, you remember when I was on Black Lives Sketch? I'm, I'm on it again, and I'm filming right now. And then the next day, I came down to Georgia. Ooh, what's, what's that song about down to, down to Georgia? The de- a Dance of the Devil in Georgia, something like that? You think, are, they, they could be, it could be a few. It could be Devil Went Down to Georgia. Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. Yeah. He was in a box. Who is that? Like, that is, no, that is the Charlie Daniels Band. Charlie Daniels Band. Is that a religious song? I, I, I just don't want is it? No, it's, it's not particular. I mean, it has the devil in it, but okay. not particularly. It's, it's, about a, it's about a boy who is like... Uh, outside, like playing the fiddle, and then um, the devil pops up and is like, "Actually, I'm a really good fiddle player, and I can probably play better than you." And then the guy's like, "The boy's like, okay, well then, what do you want to wager?" And the the devil's like, uh, "If you win, I'll give you this fiddle, and it's made of pure gold. But if I win, I want your soul." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the devil starts playing, and the devil's actually a really good fiddle player. He's actually like, we're like, oh my god, the devil has an entire band. Like he starts playing, and then like this demon starts playing the piano, and then it starts it starts playing like the bass, and the devil goes off. And then Johnny, even though he's doing a really good job, Johnny's kind of like, Pff. like the whole time Johnny's like, Pff. and then when the devil finishes, Johnny said, "That's pretty good, old son." But sit down in that chair right there, let me show you how it's done. And then he plays "Devils on the House of the Rising Sun." And then the kid was chicken there. and bread pan picking out dough, and ready to your dog bite no child no. And then the and then of course Johnny with no band just fucking shreds the devil to lettuce, honey. And then uh, the devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat, and he laid the golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. And Johnny said, "Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I've told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best that's ever been." And these are all the lyrics from the song. I'm seeing right Some now. of the lyrics. Got it. It's one of my favorite songs. The devil went down to Georgia. No, Devin went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. Uh-huh. When he came across this young man uh-huh. sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped upon that hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you care to take a dare, then I'll make a bet with you. Now you play a pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold to get your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take that bet you're gonna regret because right, the best it's it. ever been. We got it, we got it, we got it. You are so country. Sometimes I get a peek into how country and southern you are, and it really tickles me. And you sometimes know. we get a peek into how sweet St. Lucia is. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little, a little peek. And I want to point out right now, this is so vindicating for me because when I met Monet, and I've we've we've talked about this on the podcast, <laughs> I said, Monet, you have a Caribbean accent. Monet assured me, assured me that she has never had a Caribbean accent, does not have a Caribbean accent, does not know what a Caribbean accent is. And then we and then we found a clip. And that's that's how Monet used to sound when, when we first hang out. Okay, and I'm telling you. That I, was, I, no, that, that video, that's how Monet sounded when we hung out. Okay, and I love y'all though. Okay, first of all, everyone's like peeking into my trauma. First of all, when I, when I first moved trauma. to America. Yes. The trauma of you winning? Yeah, the first trauma of my accent. Let me tell you the story. When I first moved to America and I came here when I was in fourth grade, nine years old, I got made fun 
ad nauseum about my accent. People would fucking, it was really bad. It's it, a black school. Yeah, if you have an accent, don't go to a black school. Bitch, it was a mixed school. So little, little, little uh, white niggas making fun of me too. I was, I was, I was a fat, I was a fat fourth grade kid. I was clearly bigger than everyone else in my grade. Oh, I was taller than everyone else. I was missing a tooth and I had this crazy. Oh, so you know the trouble of missing teeth. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> yeah. And I was just, and I had this accent like this in fucking Gwinnett County, um, at Atlanta, looking crazy. I did, I, so this I wasn't in Clayton County. <laughs> they would, they would let you up. <laughs> when I went to New York, I still had this because I moved to New York a year later because you know cause June was an unfit mother. Bitch, when I moved to New York, you still had the accent. <laughs> exactly. So I worked really hard to get rid of my accent because it was so embarrassing and people would make fun of me really hard for it. So that's so. But when I go to when I go hang out with my family in Lucia, where I go, do family functions, that like. I don't. I don't intentionally put the accent. It just like comes out. Just talking to people. Just, just like when you go with your southern people, your shit comes out. It just comes out. By I was just gagged that when I met you and I mentioned you had an accent. You were like, absolutely not. Because I have trauma. Because I was like, oh my god, is is, is this nigga gonna start making fun of my accent that I have? I didn't know you, bitch. Oh my god. And it, so this and this is what all actually all stemmed from this one time on there was at Boots and Saddle. <laughs> And this guy was like lusting after Monet. He was like, he was like, cause he knew, cause I was out of drag. So he knew that I knew the drag queen cause I was like grabbing tips and stuff like that. And then he was like, man, what's that one drag queen name? And I said, which, <laughs> do you remember this? And I said, which one? And he said, the Jamaican one. <laughs> and I said, Jam I said, Jam <laughs> I said, who? He said, you know, the Jamaican one, the thick one. I said, oh, Mo I said, oh, Monet. No, Monet's not from Jamaica. Monet's from St. Lucia. And he was like, I don't know. I love that Jamaican drag queen. And Jacob was trying to make me relive my trauma on national, international <laughs> Jacob internet. Jacob did not bring any of this. Oh, oh, cool. He has the video. <laughs> Jacob do. <laughs> the sneaky little boyfriend, girl. The sneaky little boyfriend. But I will say your accent has... Um, gone down since I've known you. Oh yeah, because I actually work, because I don't want to have that accent because people make fun of me. Well, was that, was, that was kids. That was also the year that no one came to my birthday party. I have a lot, a lot of trauma in my ninth year of life. <laughs> I have a lot of trauma in my life. Poor Monet, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was so and now look how many people come to you. Oh, you know what, I'm gonna throw you a surprise birthday party one year. I don't want a surprise birthday party. I'm not asking permission. <laughs> and then everyone's gonna come. That would be, I and would you'll be like so happy. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm you know, oh, wait, was it what, what was the party theme again? Was it McDonald's party? I've had McDonald's parties. I've had McDonald's parties. A, a McDonald's party? Why would you think that I wanted a McDonald's party? I thought you said it was McDonald's party. No, it was at the clubhouse of the, of the leasing office. I don't know, was there a theme or anything? No, it was no theme. It was had balloons and stuff. Bitch, I'm gonna find a clubhouse, and we're gonna have a party at a clubhouse in Atlanta. Also, leasing office clubhouse. That's that's a thing in Atlanta. I don't know if yeah. it's thing outside Atlanta, but like it's, a, it's definitely also massive apartment complexes. Oh yeah, huge. <laughs> and also, you think they're fancy? They're not fancy. They're not. I remember uh, telling I don't know who I told maybe Jacob or Ezra. I was like, oh yeah, there was a tennis court, um, a pool, a pool, a volleyball court, uh -huh, and, and a clubhouse. Fancy. And they were like, oh my God. I was like, no, whatever you think it is, get it's that out of that. your brain. Yeah. And then I took them down by the place and they were like, oh, yeah. Ooh, I, child, the ghetto, the ghetto. I, I wish I remembered, if, I wish I could remember like the, the details from like, I, I would love to go back and see what it is, if, if, if it's still there or anything. I was like, girl, that's when, that's when I, that's, that was the year I first went to America, like in the transition moving from my set, from my. So when did you move to St. Lucia? When I moved, when I was like six months old. Oh my God! Yeah, I was there for six months. So, so like my act, that was like that was my voice. I was I did not have an American act ever. I had like that was my first type of voice was was speaking like a Saint Lucian, 
And then so that was that transition year when they were like, like to imagine a little six year old with a little Brooklyn accent. Like wah nigga wah. <laughs> <laughs> wah wah nigga wah wah. <laughs> but so I was like wah wah wah. What you whining for? Whining? What? Maybe so, Jamaican, Caribbean babies don't whine. They dirty whine. <laughs> Caribbean babies dirty whine. <laughs> You're so silly. That was a transition year. Oh, but, but back to back to moms. So I would say, so Bob, you you talk to your mom at least once a day. Like every if we, if we hang out for a whole day, I feel like at one point you would talk to your mom that day. Don't tell my mom that she's what she's what we talk. We speak every fortnight. So that's why I'm like, if your mom had music and shoot, but I talk to my mom once, maybe a, maybe once a week. And I'm also I was like, I will I will be talking to Monet now, and Monet's phone be like. By the way, Monet's phone has the strongest vibrate. This whole house be moving when Monet's phone vibrates. And then I look down and it says, Mommy. I'm like, Monet, and Monet would be like, That's not true. And I'd be like, Monet, answer. We're, oh, we're, we're, we're hanging out, we're busy. And then, but then to then, then if I answer the phone, Bob like, Monet, you can't answer the phone in the middle of the room. Go no, no, somewhere no. else. Okay, no, it's different. Mon I, I always say, Monet, answer the phone when your mom calls, answer the phone. I always say, answer the phone when your mom calls. And Monet, Monet would be like, we're, I'll call her back. I'll, and I do call her back, what you call her. In a week. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll call her. I'll call her. But and and my only my only thing is I think that when you're in a room with people, in my opinion, and I always do this, unless the person wants to speak to everyone, I leave the room to talk on the phone. That makes perfect sense to me. Monet will Monet will sit in the middle of the room with her Brooklyn ass mouth. That is not true. Yes, son. <laughs> it's your boy. Y'all not, not even talk like that. Yes, not even, I don't even talk like you that. never said son. I say son, but that's not how I talk my everyday language. I talk like this. Like a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> what a brown person? Because in your hand, that's brown. That ain't white. <laughs> like a Latinx person. <laughs> <laughs> that's so shady. Look at me look at side by side. My head is white, you're Latinx. Yeah, and my hand is very dark. What are you talking like that? Not, not laughing at my skin trauma. <laughs> I have skin trauma, Monet. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So, okay, so that's one time when I was, uh, I used to work with kids. I used to go to from school to school teaching kids how not to get bullied. Uh-huh. And well, you were going to schools to teach kids how not to get bullied. How yeah, old were these kids? Um, usually up to like fifth grade, maybe. Work. But usually like kindergarten. It's, it's, it's a skill you want to teach them in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. We also talked about recycling. So most of what we talked was about bullying and about environmental awareness. And one of the, I told you one of the, the rules, I think we talked this before, is say what you see, say how you feel. No, say what you see, say how you feel, and say what you want. Say how you see, feel. Say what you see, say how you say what you say how you feel. Say what you want. Uh-huh. So you'll say, Monet, um, you're making fun of me. I, so I see. You I see you making fun of me. I don't like that, and I want you to stop. Got it. Say what you see. Say how you feel. Say what you want. We teach kids this. And we, we 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 take practice. So we we bring kids up and we we make fun of them. And I bring up I bring up like little Kevin. I'd be like, and I, I would play the bully. And I'd be like, like, like this, right? You were playing the bully? <laughs> and I go, I go, hey, Kevin, I saw your family drop you off in that really ugly car. Are you guys poor? That's how you, that's how the kids would talk to each other? This is what I would, this is what I would say to them in the practices. Are you guys poor? Not about making active observations about the kids. No, this was not, I wasn't, no, it wasn't, no. I hate, hey, Rachel, I saw your mom thought, drop him that stupid looking Subaru. No, I wouldn't. With your I, dead ass daddy. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, Subaru, your mama, your mama lesbian. <laughs> lesbian ass mom. No. Um, no, I, I, would, I would, we would do the same one for everyone. Okay, got it. So anyway, so you, you, you ready? Here we go. Hey, Kevin, I saw your family dropping off in that really ugly car. It was like so old. Are you guys poor? You're poor, right? Because your clothes don't look nice either. Oh my god, they're so bad. Bitch, fuck you. But I saw your mother drop. No, let's ugly. try it again. Say what you see. Let's go back and say what you see. Hey, Kevin. So, are you? Is it the same shirt you wore yesterday? Do you guys not have laundry in your house? I see that you're jealous as fuck. And yes, we do we don't. Let's try, let's try to do it without cursing now. Let's try to do it without cursing. Just say what you see. Try, try based off my actions. Because mm-hmm. you're assuming that I'm jealous. Okay. Let's just base off our actions. So, Kevin, like, oh my god. Are those are those bobos? Are your shoes bobos? I see you looking at my shoes. I yeah, I am. I'm looking at them because they're so ugly. They're so you look so bad. Bitch, and your fucking and your brother is ugly as hell. Right, let's have Kevin have a seat. Have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, then and then so one time I did this, see this little girl and I went, oh my god, good job. And I went to go high five her and this little I can call her a bitch now because she's probably an adult. <laughs> I, I, I listen. I've called children bitches all. This little time. bitch. I'm gonna show you. Go high five. And she goes, <laughs> and she goes. Your hands are dirty. <laughs> and I said, my hands aren't. My hands aren't dirty. And she goes, they're so dirty. And I said, no, I'm I'm black, baby. How was she a, a little white girl? I said, I see that you're. A bitch. Being a nasty little short bitch. <laughs> I feel like the only black person in the Tri-County area. 
and I want you to go home. <laughs> she was now, like, your hands are dirty. She said, your hands are dirty. I said, no, my hands aren't dirty, babe. I'm, just, I'm, I'm dark skinned, so my hands are darker than yours. Got it. So you see how the outside of my skin is darker than yours. The inside of my hand is also darker than yours, too. Isn't that weird that white people, their hands are essentially the same, the same size, same color on both? That is wild. That is wild. You ever look at white people and you'd be like, this this is uh, a this, genetic anomaly. This whole thing. <laughs> Y'all's you know, hair, this is wild that your hair grows out of your head like this. It is just. Bitch, no, that's Dewan. Dewan has, when I say, no signs of slowing down. Just. No, not, not how much hair, but like the fact that it's just so like thin and like la- it lays over. It's like. The way my hair my hair grows out like I mean I, I have slave hair it is like a Brillo pad and my hair literally looks like cotton when it grows <laughs> so I'm just so shocked when I see white people's hair and it just like looks like it, it's so weird <laughs> and white people are wild can't be in the sun I know I was like well we, I was I was talking about going to Tennessee I was like Patty do you think you because I was like you know my mom has a house out there and we're talking about which which house um, the one in in which one. We do have two, but the one. Well, okay, one is not also, me joking. Not okay, me but one joking. is also my grandmother's house. But my grandmother's living because she's. I told you she's eighty nine years old, so now she's living at my mom's house up north. <laughs> my grandmother, she worked to, to have her home. That she's. So, she's no, 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 it just. It was just the, the, the immediate reaction. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, well, we have two. <laughs> yeah, my mother has two houses. Oh yeah. What is my, my grandmother's house? What is my mom's house? Anywhere my grandma's still like a house. And, um, and I was, I was, I was like, Patty, what, what if I just I just ended in Moon Saint? She was like, well, I'll come. I was like, Patty, you cannot live in St. Louis. You cannot be on the sun, girl. <laughs> well, Patty's from Mississippi. The, the sun is bold in I Mississippi. Guess that's true, but Patty doesn't go out like going out in the sun. That's true. Yeah. Um, the the comments on your TikTok are wild. If, <laughs> if you one? always go to the comment section of Monet's TikToks, it is so, this shit. On my TikTok specifically, yes. About what? Which Anything. Like, there's one where Monet, um, <clears throat> where Monet's mom is like, "Call me," and then Monet's like, "I'm at work." Oh. And then Monet- oh, no, no, no. I was like, when when your mom doesn't realize that you have uh, a world renowned podcast, something like that. Yeah, and she was like, "I don't care if you po- if you podcast with Obama, call yeah. me back," which uh-huh. is such a black mom thing to say. <laughs> I don't care if you sitting with Barack Obama. I don't care if you, my mom used to always say this. Mom when she would like walk to the store for a second, me and my brother be home by ourselves, and she go, "Don't answer the door for nobody." I don't care if Jesus Christ knock on the door. Don't answer. <laughs> Tell Jesus, my mom waits. My mama come back. So, do you think that in her mind, that's like that's a little like, I know Jesus is not real. I know it won't happen. You see what I'm saying? No, not Martha. Martha believes. Martha be dead ass serious about believing. Okay. Anyway, so um, but the comments underneath are all just like, "Monet, she's trying to call you to tell you that the maid fell from the from That's the eighth story." You have done this on this podcast. This is why this is the you like, have done this on this podcast. Monet, she's trying to tell you that the maid got run over by the chauffeur. Every time I post something, they always talk about the maid. This and that, made that. Oh, we voted about the picture with her parents. Was they they was. What Julietta holding? <laughs> I said POV. Julietta's holding the camera. Not do one with the maid. I when I was there, I, when, I was, when I was in San Lucia, I wanted to find Julietta so bad and just be like, because uh, everyone's weird. Bitch, if you found Julietta, that shit. I don't would've... think I asked my mom. Julietta, uh, Julietta's not around anymore. I mean, well, well, she doesn't. She's not in contact. <laughs> she's not in contact with my family. She had a whack girl. She, 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 she moved on to her own thing. Yeah, moved on to glory. She had to flew too close to the sun. 
Did you hear the food you go to the side? No, fuck with the with the bertons. <laughs> oh my god! Did you ever come for the bertons, honey? <laughs> I, I want you to come to Saint so bad. I want you to come to Saint so bad. Bitch, I was free this last time. Bitch, I was free, honey. I was sitting here the whole time, looking at Jacob and Ezra. <laughs> I think you would love, but you don't like. Your family would love me. Oh, my family would. My family would family, love you. As moms love me, I don't know what it is. Moms love me. You know what it is? I'm also I'm mom handsome. I am mom you're, handsome. You're, I, don't, I don't think your mom handsome. No, I'm, like, but it's, it's different. Like I, the something about the way I look. Moms are like you are so handsome. <laughs> Specifically, moms. I don't know what it is, but I just don't know what you could, what you would do in St. Lucia, like because you don't like going to the beach. I would go to the beach though. But I'm saying like we're like on the beach like drinking and like stuff all day. That's not your vibe. But I mean, we do. There's a lot of good food though. We bitch. I ate, I I gained seven pounds in St. Lucia. I was eating literally nonstop. When I it's okay. I I went and got fitted. Um, I went and got uh some measurements done yesterday by Domino because we're going back to we're here, and I somehow through dieting and gaining and losing, I have managed to get right back to where I ended Word. the season. Cause I was, cause your girl, your girl was, your girl was. Well, thick. you you lose weight really quickly in like the past two weeks. Like from from the time I left Sunshine, came back. Now you like lost so much weight. It's kind of. One thing about that video of me and you, I can never forget that picture. I mean, that picture of me and you. I will never forget this picture. It was a picture that you, we got in trouble for. You got us to get got us in trouble <clears throat> with World of Wonder. We took it at <laughs> at Celebrity Drag Celebrity Drag Race. Race. The first season. Me and when I was on the table, I was wearing the only dress from Ross. Oh, we were on the table. On the table. <laughs> we were we were scissoring. And Monet showed the picture, and I was like, who is that fat drag queen <laughs> hugging Monet? Bitch, it was me. <laughs> bitch, it was it me. It me. We did get to show a little bit. Because, bitch, they went, they, went on a, they went on a goose shit to find out who took that picture of us. And we don't even remember who took it. I have no I don't remember at all. You know, Katie's leaving. She might be, she might be leaving Drag Race. Why? I think she got a better offer. Good for her. Yeah. But she, because she had to level up. She used to be a PA, <laughs> and she was a, she was like the head rank, talent wrangler person. Then she started working challenge. Yeah, I think she's going. I think she's going over to like sports or something. Work. Yeah, her and yeah, I were y'all, talk, y'all keep in touch. No, we, we were just DMing. I just saw on her story. You know, I follow her on Instagram, and I oh, saw her on her story that she was like, "This might be my last season. Might be the last thing I've worked on." Wow. I was like, oh my God, because she was the PA when I was there. Really? Yes, girl. Oh, that was her first time. season. Wow. She's so sweet, too. Very, very sweet. Very kind. Very, yeah. very, very kind. Um, a lot of people left. Raina left. She works on The Bachelor now. She's always trying to rope us in to do something. About, which, we were supposed to do something together, but that didn't end up happening. I mean, me and, her, me and Shay did something on The Bachelor. You and who? Raina. Remember Raina? Little Raina? Cute Raina with shows that dress. Black girl. Very gorgeous. Oh, she wasn't there my season. She wasn't there your season, but she, she did drag on you. Uh, UK. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's also funny when you when you work on these things. All these people who work behind the scenes in LA, they're all like very talented filmmakers in their own regard. And they're like, and they're like a PA on this show, mm-hmm. and then they see you there real, and you're like, oh my god, you are very talented. Yeah. But not even not I can say it, bitch. So I did all going back to do All Star Seven. It was like a different, not not completely different, but there were like a lot of different. Like like for example, Duncan wasn't anymore. There was a new um, uh, first AD. There's a new second AD. Duncan was AD. Yeah, Duncan. Well, My season, Duncan was a was the first camera. No, like he was the only one to do. Is that what that's called? Oh, Duncan. I'm thinking um Wintergreen. What's Wintergreen? Uh, name? Sarge. Sarge. Yeah, yeah no, Sarge no, no, no Sarge first AD. It's first camera. Yes, yeah, so Sarge is still there. Jake is still there. But Jake. yeah, oh, Duncan's gone. Duncan. Yeah, Baby Duncan's steps. Gone. 
Yeah, baby steps. So now it's this woman named Anna. This is a beautiful woman named Anna. She is she's Swiss. She, she's Swiss, and she's so she funny. tall. She's tall, blonde. She has, this, if you're ever in Switzerland or 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 anywhere in the Netherlands, these niggas are tall, massive. I'd be like, <laughs> not me looking eye to eye with every citizen, every every man, woman, and child. So Why am I eye to eye with a five year old? This is crazy. <laughs> This is wild, and and uh, so it's those different different people, uh, whatever. And then so w- when we when we got released from 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 that, it was like late August. We finished taping, and, and I went to we I went to Mickey's or somewhere in like October, and I saw like mad people who were on set. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like it's like seeing it's like the first time you see your teacher. Um, yes, outside of school. It's, school. Like, it's like seeing your see your teacher at, at the supermarket. You're like Miss Johnson. You're a real person, Miss Johnson. What are you doing? I remember the first. Time, I will never forget the first time I saw my teacher in the in the '90s walking through the mall, and I saw her walking through the mall smoking a cigarette. Oh, because you can smoke inside. And I was like, then. "You fraud ass <laughs> fake bitch." Because I remember, like, just earlier week, she was telling us about how we shouldn't smoke and how smoking is bad, and this bitch is up here just like. I walking know. through the mall, smoking a fucking cigarette. She's my second grade teacher. I will never forget that. I was like, Mom, this bitch is a fraud. Yeah, when you see teachers outside of school, it's always <laughs> so trippy. I'm always like, this is so weird. You feel like you're not supposed to see them. And you like, you, I used to get super nervous and super scared. But my mom in St. Lucia is- You know Mary Jo is going to turn us on this on this episode, girl. Mary Jo, what, is she a teacher? She's the mom. Oh, she's a mom. She's she going to turn us turn on us on this episode, girl. We <laughs> lost her this one. Oh, I, I, I want that. Mary Jo- do you uh, how are Mary Jo's kids like out of the house? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're okay, Mary Jo, like, do you do you talk to your kids every day? Comment. I will, you will comment. Do you talk to them every day? How often you talk to them? Do you make them call you? I want. I want to know. I, I will not be that. Mary Jo's gonna send us a picture of both her kids like this by, <laughs> by the shirt, <laughs> by their ponytails. Say hey, swig it. Say hey to the siblings. <laughs> and I I say to Bob like you you're gonna you're gonna parent someone to your parents. For example, my grandmother adopted grandmother. She talks to my adopted mom like every day like multiple times a day even when they were living together she'd call like every hour and in turn that's how my mom was with me but i'm not the same way I, and i feel, i feel like you jacob can jacob confirm this bob you are going to be how martha called with us you're going to call your kids every hour on the hour that's good you that's the kind of parent you're going to be 100 percent. i can jake well jacob knows better have you heard about the sneakers What's Martha Caldwell sneakers. No, tell me, tell me, tell me. This about is the most Bob thing tell ever. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So I was talking to my mom. We were in the, I was in the car talking to my mom because I talked to my mom all the time, and she was, and we were just talking and we were just catching each other up on each other's lives. And she goes, "Oh, I," she just read said, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, I, I'm designing sneakers now." <laughs> what? I said, "Wait, what?" She goes, "Yeah, I'm, I've decided. That I'm, I am now designing." Tennis shoes. This is this you. And I said, I said, what do you mean? Are you mean? Because you know, my mom is, is pretty good with computers. Like, are you are you like on like doing like a graphic design and they is mail she, you the she shoes? She on Procreate. Yeah. So are you like? And she goes, no, no, no. I am like paint. Like I'm painting the shoes. Like I I get the 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 the, the I strip the leather. I I buy the paint. I paint the shoes. Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. So I sent my mom a pair of Air Force Ones, and I was like, hey, hook me up. So. Maybe on season three of We're Here, y'all will see me with a fresh pair of Martha kicks, honey. That is, uh, that is, that, literally, that is you. I feel like, I feel like I've had this conversation with you before about your own project. So if you want a pair of my mom's shoes. <laughs> Martha's shoes. And you're comfortable waiting three months for a pair, for, <laughs> for one pair of shoes. Do you remember the movie Barbershop? I used to love the movie. I'm not used to, I still love Barbershop. It was such a great film. I feel like there's such a different, like old, like the <clears throat> early 2000s black movies, like Brown Sugar, 
Well, barbershop. a lot of the stuff probably wouldn't fly today. I mean, there's a big chunk of barbershop where Cedric Montana just goes in on Martin Luther King. You remember that? Yeah, but I I I, I watched it, I watched it recently. I don't think it's problematic. I haven't seen it in a long time though. Yes, it, that's not problematic. It was it was when he it was he said something about OJ. Oh no, he was like, you know, when OJ OJ did it, it was like, oh. Actually, I think a really good iteration of how they switched it around was when you watched Coming to America too, mm-hmm. or Coming to America. Yeah, and um, and they have the barbershop scene again, which is pre the movie Barbershop. Did they? Yeah. So, oh, like the the Coming to America barbershop. Yeah, where yeah. where Eddie Murphy plays like an old Jewish uh-huh, guy, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, and some other. You know, his years. I did not. Know, I did not realize that was Eddie Murphy. Oh, really? I did not realize I was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he's one. If the man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, you call the man Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah. So they redid the scene, which is what's so weird. Why would this Jewish guy be working in a black bar? I think, I think the Jewish I mean, guy's a patron. Is, in New York, there's always, in a room full of black people, there's always a one white person. That's you know, like like the, the down white person. Yeah, so it's like this old Jewish guy just hangs out at the barbershop. And uh, so Eddie Murphy comes back to get a haircut, and they start, they start, they start making fun of stuff. And then they 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 he comes in and they start doing some African jokes about him. They're like, "Oh, Lion King is back," <clears throat> all this stuff. And then one of them makes the joke about the kids with the flies. And then Eddie Murphy's character's like, "Hey, listen, that's, that's yeah, I remember that. That's that's you, you don't went too far, man. We don't we don't we don't make we don't make fun of we don't make fun of that kind of stuff, <laughs> which is a really great take on PC culture, I think. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was thinking in these movies like The Nutty Professor. I come to America when Eddie Murphy plays all these characters. Bitch, you remember, Eddie Murphy has predicted a lot of stuff. Eddie Murphy also, the Nutty Professor scene is basically Will Smith, Chris Rock. Which one? Which Nutty Professor? When the when when Dave Chappelle comes out and oh, makes, in the club, Dave Chappelle comes out and makes fun of um Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, and then he fat. he gets really sad, and then Eddie Murphy gets skinny, and then he comes back, and then he beats him up. Yeah, he beats him up. Okay, well, that's not predicting. <laughs> um. What was I saying? <laughs> oh yeah, when he filmed these movies, could you imagine how long that takes? First of all, all the makeup to different characters. Bitch, what if you you, you think you got all this, the shots, but you forgot, then later, that, it must take him forever to make these movies. It's probably a couple of days per scene. Which is crazy. Well, I imagine Weeks, that, I, imagine that some I would of, say. Some of the prosthetics probably. Just like a, like, like a Mrs. Doubtfire? No, I was gonna say, some of the prosthetics probably, <clears throat> you probably change, because like some of them are like, if they're in a fat suit, and then you can like change the wig and then you go from being maybe the aunt to the niece or maybe being from the grandpa to the, to the, maybe, maybe there's a chance that, cause like you and I, we've both done a thing. Am I allowed to say that you shot, that you shot your, your looks for a season? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Monet and I both this thing, we both actually very similar. We both shot all of, I shot my looks for, we're here. Monet shot off our looks for, um, all Star Seven yeah. in two days, basically. Yeah, but you just slightly change your makeup, like yeah. a little here and there, to you know do all the looks. I didn't do my own makeup. Uh, I had some looks for my. I know. I that, that is the most awesome part of it. But I'm saying, and but that that was like his thing because all he, the Nutty Professor, mm-hmm. Nutty Professor Two, The Clumps, Norbit, um, coming to America. There's another movie called The Clumps. Yeah, I, I believe so. It's not, it's not a professional person. Well, they the, they are the clumps. The family's the clumps. But I feel like there was a <clears throat> they had their own movie, didn't they? I don't probably. And then Norbit coming to America. It's like his thing. Is there another actor that does that? I can't think of one. Um, I mean, uh, Martin Lawrence was doing it for a little oh, bit. He did. And yeah, Ad, Martin Lawrence. Adam Sandler did it in like one or two, like one movie, I think, where he yeah. was Jack and Jill. He played twins. I don't remember. It, it was not well received. Okay. He played. A set of uh, fraternal twins. I understand. Used to be the man. Okay, not used to be. It probably is. 
But you remember that, that, that those years when Adam Sandler would have a movie every like every year. Big Daddy, Little Nicky, A Happy Gilmore. <clears throat> like he was, and then he just kind of just stopped. Well, you you know things go in and out of vogue. You know what I mean? True. Same with um uh Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah. You know, but also, but I also love those Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Eddie Murphy. Eddie <clears throat> Murphy still puts out stuff every week. Regularly. Does he? Coming to America. This. And what else? <laughs> um, I love those casts of movie people that use the same people all the time. Eddie. Uh, uh, um, Anna Sandler did that. All these movies had like the yeah. same six people who have always been like Rob Schneider, all the other guys. We should do that. Yeah, I, I. I really want to make a movie, and we you don't know where we're in the in the. We found out that making a movie is really interesting. <laughs> we found out that making the bitch. Movie. We found out because we started hire, even the even the process of getting a writer a writer was like in was wild. Yeah, not said a movie would be taking so long, and why people would be just well, no, because you start to adapt the book into a movie, a, a, to to a screenplay, and I get all that. But I guess starting with like a foundation, something that's already written. Maybe a bit easier to transition. To get Why do we not get what, what happened with that writer we were talking to? I don't know. Like we, our agents are they're supposed to girl. I don't know. Maybe ICM could help us. Or maybe they they got busy and that writer ended I up. Think I saw him in something recently, so maybe he got busy doing. I saw him in like a TV show. Probably, yeah. And I, as like a regular, so maybe he was like, "Bitch, I ain't trying to write no still in a while." Maybe it'd be a hit movie. I think so. And we want to play all the character. We want to we want to play a lot of the characters. Yeah. So which would be make it so long to film. But for us, it'd be the standard for what we do, like getting in and out of drag, you know what I mean? But it also has to get multiples of the same prosthetics because they rip and shit when you take them off. Well, <clears throat> not all have to be prosthetics, though. True. You know what I mean? We, we, we want to play like little kids. Yeah. And it'll be a really, this is going to be a great movie. It'll be a, it would be really fabulous. I see you put your little earrings in. Yeah, I put them in right in front of you. Did you? I went right there and I grabbed them and I sat right here and I put these earrings on. Why is that so funny to you? <laughs> So funny. I love it. Right there, right there, right in front of you. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Attention. Attention. Do you want to get a more chiseled look in your jawline, girl? Well, let me tell you. Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XE. Juvederm Volux XE is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it's the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XE. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Baby, get that jaw together, honey. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Oh, so we want to do an idea where we where we, where we do an advice where we ask all of our friends who are like high-profile people to send in yeah, celebrity audio files. Yeah. So who are you going to ask? We're going to ask Rihanna. Because you might have some like... Robin. Some, yeah, Robin. If you're if you're really her friend, you call her Robin. Well, that's not true. We call her Robbie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Actually, she prefers Rob, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't realize. I mean, technically, if you want to be rude, like we call her R. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna ask um, celebrity friends. I'll ask Candy Burris. I'll send a DM. I can text. Are we gonna DM or text? We should DM. Okay, DM. Yeah. Hey, ask for send a voice note. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. Do you? I don't remember everybody I've been knowing. Do you remember everybody you know? Maybe I ask Whoopi if she'll send me. Send like Whoopi. Can you send me an audio file of just like you wanting some advice on something? That would be so fun. Hey, can you do it? Hey, Bob Monet. Hey, Bob Monet. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I work with these girls on the show. <laughs> you do a great. Also, I should. So yesterday, I um, I was trying to get Monet and Patty to do the Queen of the Night aria. Oh, I can't. But that is like a color tour. Like, well, it's it is for a dramatic soprano, but it is very. I don't have that dexterity up there. Well, I tried to do it, and it really hurt my voice. And I told you not to do it, but you still did it anyway. <clears throat> and now and my... then you're gonna go do it again. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm still coughing from yesterday yeah, when I tried to do this you, thing. Bob, you need to speak and sing healthily. You don't. It's like you don't want to. 
I literally just one time did one thing. Because that's not because you're not doing it healthily, so it's not going to be. Well, it was like for literally three seconds. How big or robust do you think your vocal cords are? Do you think they're like fucking biceps, bitch? They're they're like the size of a dime. When it was three seconds, <laughs> it was not three seconds. It was like ten seconds. Oh my god, you, what, this lady is over here screaming and doing it because <laughs> she's training her voice to do fucking it. Fucking three nights, four nights a week, bitch. Yeah, five nights. I'll be yeah, I'll press on like bro. They don't do eight nights a week. They do like maybe five, and then they'll be like a, a, a and they rotate. No. They don't rotate? I mean, they can. They, of course, they have understudies just like any other thing. But, bitch, if I'm paying the med to go to Diana Damron, I better see Diana Damron. What, what if you know on Mondays it's not Diana? It's like right. Amber Damron, her sister. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go see an opera together. Okay. The LA, I, I met this guy out. Um, Johnny Wujek was I, on what what night it was? When Dewan was here. I went to go see one out with Dewan and WeHo. I, I hate going out. You like going out? But you went out last night, didn't you? No, we didn't go. Oh, I was... Cause say we were at the um the photo shoot. One day, it's like, let's go to let's go dance at disco meet. No, that was meet, Patty and I meet was like, party. That was Patty and Andy wanted to go. And I was like, oh, I guess I can muster it up. I hate going out. And you you know this. It's not like I don't. It's just the rigmarole of going out, and you have to like stand in like the long ass line, and people are coming up to you sweaty and high, and being like, I'm just. I, just I like going to shows because you can sit down and you know and like <clears> chill. That's my thing. I, I, if you have me to show a little bit, like. Go, honestly, going out to dances has really been spoiled for me. I will say, when Duan was here, we went to the new club Heart, and on Sunday nights, it's a black, it's like Black Night at Heart. You know, Lance Bass doesn't own the club. Just getting good. It's like the Black Night at, at Heart. And I was the bitch, I was black like- Black Heart. Black Heart. It's called Legacy or something like that. And it was like packs like this, like wall to wall. But it was so great seeing like all these like black gays up in WeHo and just like, I was like, did they do it? Was it a show or just a party? It was just a party. Right. It's called Legacy Legacy Sundays. I think <clears> it was. It was really cute. Well, that, sounds, that sounds very, very cute. Yeah. I have a dream. So a fever dream? That me, you, and maybe two other queens open, a club. open up a club. I'm down. We should have we should have brought heart. I think we we can Vision, still, we'd have brought heart. We'd have been turning the party. We can still get famous saddles. Oh yeah, we could we should do that. How much is it for sale? Well, they're not for sale. You you would you would you would release it. No, but, but I think the, the, the they're not selling the building. They're not. No. Oh. <clears throat> Girl, you would not sell a building on that strip. Girl, the amount of money you would make on that fucking no. You you, you that's you let that accrue. Damn. Well, what, what what if what if Flores really gave them an offer they couldn't refuse? What if you you wouldn't want to buy it? Trust me, you you don't you don't want to buy it. You, you don't want to invest all your money in the actual club itself. Yeah. And also, I think that if me, you, and two other massive queens like Trixie and Bianca or something went in on this club together, we wouldn't have to put any of our money in it because there'd be so many people like Bitch. lining up to invest. Sir Vodka. Which <laughs> <laughs> was funny. You're, you're, so you said that was so ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really down. I would love to have a bar, but. I just get so nervous with things like bars because you from some of our friends that have bars, but it can't be true because bitch, they all turn in the party. They always say um, liquor's where it's at. Like, and, no, 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 I'm sorry. To not have food, like you shouldn't have like food at a bar because food doesn't really generate money. It's only liquor sales, really. Yeah, I mean, well, the markup on alcohol is crazy. Is a lot higher than it is on. You buy a wholesale bottle of Grey Goose. You buy, uh, you buy like what? 
30 bottles, whatever, you're paying, you really pay like maybe $7 per bottle, but you sell $8. I don't think it's that low. Not that low, but, uh, but you're selling, uh, but a drink in WeHo, bitch, is $12, and a bottle, the bottle does not cost $12. You know, for sure, a, a bottle of, like, if you go to the store and buy a bottle of Grey Goose, it's like 30, 40 bucks. Um, and you, how many, depending on obviously the size of the bottle. Yeah, and you're getting at least like 50. I mean, also, t t tell me you haven't bought a bottle of Grey Goose in uh, no, 15 I'll, years. Grey Goose is probably like 45. It's been years since I've purchased a bottle of alcohol. When you're drunk, did you like what? What? What was your? I've told you this a thousand times. Yeah, I always forget. Though. Jim Beam whiskey sour. Jim Beam. Jim. Jim Beam. Jim. Was that brown liquor? Beam. It's whiskey. Whiskey. So you like? It's you technically like bourbon. So you like bourbon and gin? No, it's a Jim Beam whiskey sour. Oh, so you, oh, so you like? You so like, it's so it's just uh, whiskey like, with a little bit of a uh, like margarita mix in it. So all you like, so you like brown liquor. You didn't like like tequila and vodka. I would drink tequila and vodka too, but my preferred drink was usually a whiskey sour. Whiskey sour. If I were to say drinking long enough, I, I probably would have switched to a vodka soda. Right. Let's try to like love a vodka soda because the whiskey sour has a lot of sugar. Bitch, I used to. You're drinking a glass of Kool Aid with some whiskey in it. When I first started like drinking, like <clears> 12, <throat> I was drinking since I was like 11, 12. Well, you you have a torrid history. What do you mean? And then when I mentioned, you'd be like, "Well, I wasn't that wild." You were drinking at 11? When I say drinking, like, again, it's, it's a very West Indian thing. Like, if I were at, like, a family function, and I would, like, my, like I would, like, sip out of my mom's glass. And it, was, like, it wasn't like a, don't do that. It was like. <clears throat> and your mom knew? Yeah. It's a very West Indian thing. Did she give you the glass? Yeah. If I would, like, if I would be there, and I would, like, and she, like, give me, like, a little sip. So just to clarify, when did you start? There's drinking and getting drunk. When did you start getting drunk? Oh, not until, like, maybe, like, high school. But if, but as a kid, like as a kid, like when I was like 11, 12, I would like think my mom would give me like a little sip of her of her beer, yeah. But again, I think that because of that, that's why I never, I never grew up being like, I want to go get wasted. Like it was never because alcohol was never this thing. Like I had to seek out. Because that's I, probably not why you don't want to get wasted. You probably don't want to get wasted because you don't have a predisposition to want to get wasted. I'm sure a lot of people from St. Lucia did that and ended up having drinking problems. I don't know any alcoholics in St. Lucia. That's Okay, let's just let's just keep moving. That is, that <laughs> I is, don't. I don't know any alcoholics in Lucia. Okay, that doesn't mean there's not alcoholics in Lucia. <laughs> I know, but I'm just like I don't know any. But I know a lot of alcoholics <laughs> in America. You probably do know alcoholics in Lucia. You probably don't know they're alcoholics. Mm -mm. I mean, there are alcoholics in St. Lucia. I promise. I'm, you. I'm sure there are. And you look this up. They bitch, there are no AA meetings in St. Lucia. They got a single AA. Not a single one. That doesn't sound. Ask ask call any. Actually, no. Sorry. We used have AA meetings on the, on the moon. We looked it up. There is one AA meeting, and the last time they updated was in 2018. Well, probably it's the same meeting every every week. No. Andy looks like Andy. You know Andy is like the sober man. <clears throat> he has sober friends all over the world. And he was like, girl, what is going on? I'm like, yeah, that's not a thing. It's a new show. Work. <laughs> I cannot believe that you're, that, that I would, my mom, obviously, we were not allowed, we weren't allowed to drink. My mom doesn't drink. Right. And I was certainly not allowed to drink out of anyone's drinks as a kid. If you're West Indian and like that's your experience, can you comment below it and, and how that affected you um, as an adult or as a, a, a college person drinking? My mother also has a inherent problem with me drinking out of other people's drinks. My mom, my mom thinks that I go around just drinking out of everyone's drinks. Like, not, like now and as an adult? As an adult. My mom thinks that like if you put a drink down near me, I'm gonna pick up your drink and drink it. Like alcohol? No, like, oh, not, like, like any glass. My mom thinks that like if you are with me and you have a drink and you put it down, I'm gonna try to drink from your glass. 
And she hates that. And she, well, she was, she, she really was concerned during COVID because as a kid, I would drink from people's drinks. <laughs> but what it was was my mom would drink coffee. I th- okay, I, I thought my mom was drinking coffee every morning. But it wasn't. It was hot chocolate. But I thought uh, she was drinking. My mom doesn't drink coffee either. So I thought she was drinking. So every morning I would ask my mom for some of her coffee and she would let me drink it. And then I would so drink some. Coffee. And I was like, I remember going to play. My mom lets me drink coffee. Got and then it. she was like, everyone's drink coffee. And I was like, and then so she like gave me some coffee. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is nasty as hell. And she's like, it's coffee. I was like, that's not coffee. That's not coffee. My, my mom makes us coffee. My mom makes you real coffee. Um, my mom let me drink hot chocolate every morning, but my mom, my mom to this day, Jacob's heard it like, and please don't drink out of anyone's drinks. Please don't drink out of anyone's drink. I'm like, well, I don't just go out and drink out of people's drinks. Do you want to acknowledge that? Jacob? What do you want to say, Jacob? I mean, she's not 100 yeah, wrong. Yeah, she's not wrong. No, I drink out of. I will drink from Jacob's Bobby drink. Bobby, drink my drink. When I'm here, you're like, but won't I give me some? <laughs> I've seen you drink out of Nick's drink. Patty's no. drink. No. Patty's drink. I have a video of you drinking one of Nick's drinks <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't say anything because I thought because I thought you were being, I was like, you know you drink out of Nick's No, drink. Monet, okay, so Monet used to do this thing where she would bring over these, um, these really delicious ginger beers. Do you remember this? I don't drink ginger. Was beer. it was it not you? Someone it was it was it was no, it was maybe that was Jacob. Yeah, Jacob would bring home these these ginger beers. And I would always be like, or Monet would bring over like a lemonade or something or yes. a drink. And I'd be like, and I'd always be like, can you bring two? <laughs> no, okay, not that time. So Bob had this rule to his house that anytime you come to his house, you're visiting whatever, bring two of, of whatever you if have. If you're bringing something, bring two. <laughs> like for myself. I'll pay you. <laughs> no, nigga, go to the store. But if you're on the way, you're showing up with some stuff, bitch, bring two. No. I'll pay you. You're already there. <laughs> What just, if I can, you what grab if I can one, afford it? Just, then call me and I'll Venmo you. <laughs> Back then, Venmo didn't exist. Money, you've I, always been able to afford two. At 945 Amsterdam, Venmo didn't exist then. You've always been able to afford two. Since <laughs> I've known you, you've been able to afford two. I can two. do both. I can do both. <laughs> and Money would just refuse to get two. And Money just sit in my house looking at me eating food. And y'all know Money got some smacking lips, honey. <laughs> smacking. And I'm like, bitch, bring two so we can both have some. I'm just watching you eat in my house. Monet is the bitch who always, this is only in New York City. She stopped it here. But Monet, Monet, back in the day, Monet, especially in New York, if Monet comes to your house, she is walking in the door with food. Okay. Monet walks in with food and then a cup full of ice and then a <laughs> gin- <laughs> a, a cup full of ice. Oh, God, I love ice. And then a drink in a bottle and then she pours it in the in the cup of ice. And Monet always has this, this like, aromatic a food. A, yeah, food. And just be eating in front of you. D- didn't call away and say, I'm coming over. Do you want something? Because oftentimes, Bob is not acknowledging. I would have to make the trek from Brooklyn. So I'm, it was like a two-hour journey, bitch. I got hungry on the way to your house. I was coming from work. Then, so, then but, but if you're coming to me, bitch, I'm hungry, too. How do I know you're hungry? If you call me and ask me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching this bitch eat. <laughs> and I never know what money's pouring these cups. Money it, it comes from one cup to another cup. Patty it's used to eliminate or something. Patty was was uh, we yesterday we had we got oh my god, they have Prince Street pizza here. Have you had it? I don't know what that is. It's this one in New York, Prince Street Pizza. They make those like square pizzas with like all Uh-oh. the pepperonis on it. This guy I was I, I talked to on Instagram sometime and in person. <laughs> a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
He posted a picture of like some really delicious looking pizza. It was like I couldn't. I was like, "What is this?" Top of Prince Street. No, it was they were in triangles. Oh, okay. Oh, I miss Coronet pizza. Oh my god, by your house, the huge slices. Oh, I miss Coronet pizza. It was Coronet. so good. Did you ever take Jacob to Coronet? Yeah. Oh, did you like it, Jacob? Uh, I liked how big the slices were. Work, but honestly, it's also it's also pizza. Like how much how much can you mix up with pizza? I mean, I've had some bad pizza. Some of the some of the dollar pizza in New York City is pretty bad. I never had dollar pizza. On. You've never, never had dollar pizza? I mean, no, because I. How have you lived in New York City for over ten years and never had dollar pizza? Over ten years, bitch. Over thir- twenty years. I was born in okay. New York City. Oh, but you, when I, your your timeline is getting. I was born in New York City. I went to St. Lucia. Came back when I was nine. So I was there from nine until thirty. What? 30 what about the whole in Atlanta? That was a year. I was back to Atlanta. Oh my god, full circle. So then, so in Atlanta, that's that year I lived with June, and they realized June was crazy as hell. And then I went to live in New York. I don't know why I went back there. To New York or to Atlanta? No, I don't know why I went back to that. Thing. I don't know why you went back here. <laughs> but I can't believe you never had dollar pizza. That's wild. It's a dollar. Why am I buying? It cannot be good. Just to try it, Monet. I don't know. Whenever someone says, "Why would I do that?" I, hey, that's not a good answer. That's not a good. Why would I? But really, why? When I know this coronet, I know that it's all good pizza. Why do I waste a dollar on pizza? I don't know how to answer that. The reason why I hate that question, my brother used to say that a lot. You mean because the answer? No, the, the question, why would I? Oh, oh, got it. Because there's no way to answer that question. Like, like if, if my brother, if, if I noticed my brother did something, I thought, if, if I suspected that my brother, when we used to live together, we were roommates in college. <laughs> if I suspected that Justin did something I thought was ridiculous, I'm like, Justin, did you, like, leave the bologna on the counter? And he go, why would I leave the bologna on the counter? On the counter? Why would I leave the like? That's stupid. Why would I leave the bologna on the counter? I'm like, I don't, I can't answer that question. Well, I think it's answering because the question asked me the question is still is still to that person. But also, if I'm like, because I'm like, as a function, why would I leave bologna on the counter? I would put it in the fridge. But if I'm saying to Justin, we're the only two folks who live in this house, and I didn't leave the bologna on the counter, so I'm asking, did you leave? So just say no. Or, or or why would you eat dollar pizza? Because it's just a lot of New Yorkers eat dollar pizza. Like it's pretty common for you most New Yorkers. Have you ever had dollar pizza, Jacob? Yes. Every a lot what of it is is people who are not from New York. People who are from New York do not eat dollar pizza. I mean, I can't. Well, you can comment below if you're from New York and you have eaten dollar, dollar, eat dollar pizza. Comment below because I not I, eat. Have you ever had it? I I've tried dollar pizza. I don't eat, I don't eat it very often, but I've had dollar pizza. But typically speaking, I would go to Gotham Pizza. It was two fifty a slice, but it was really delicious. Yeah, yeah. Or I go to Mama's. Oh, <laughs> Mama's, my old apartment, one hundred six in Amsterdam. Was it? And I, I used to have the biggest crush on the guy there, the big one, the big one. Yeah. Or I go to Coronet, which was like I think eight dollars a slice, but it was a massive piece of pizza. Yeah, uh, Mama's pizza was so good, and and this was the place we, we said this one on the podcast. They would they would deep fry anything. Yeah, deep fried anything. They had deep fried Oreos, deep fried nut butters. Oh, corn- well, if you bring it to them, they'll just deep fry it for like a buck fifty. A shoe, probably. <laughs> I never, I never asked them to deep fry a shoe, but they probably would do one if we asked them to. <laughs> nice enough. They deep fried a peanut butter and jelly sandwich one time. Don't recommend it because it gets too melty. No, it just. I don't know how to describe it. it just, the taste changes completely. Really? Yeah, it it doesn't even taste like a PB and J anymore. Interesting. I don't even know how to describe it. The whole thing. They dip it in Zeppoli sauce. Mm-hmm. They fry it. Not sauce. Zeppoli uh, batter. batter. And then they, they deep fry it. Snickers. What's this called, Jacob? A snicker. 
<laughs> um, Oreos were the best. Yeah, Oreos. Were so Zeppoli good. Oreos are really delicious. Guys are really indulged when they come to your house. That was a mess. And I wouldn't buy two. Monet would also stop by. Monet would stop by the the Mama's Pizza on the but right beneath my home, <laughs> and then show up upstairs with pizza. And then I would have to go downstairs instead of when they just bringing up to or saying, "Hey, meet me at Mama's." Also, my favorite thing was as Bob's, especially night from Amsterdam. His apartment was very small, <laughs> and Bob would just have like money everywhere. So every time I would go to his house, I would be like, I would like pick up pick up money. I'm like, I'm gonna take this. Like, Monet, money around my apartment does not belong to you. No, when they would say this, one, when they would say, she go, "Oh my god, I found five dollars," and I say, "You did, you did not find five. You stole five dollars." I can't. I said you can't find five dollars in my house, <laughs> but you stole five dollars. Bob would just have money everywhere. Bob would have dollars, alone. Five, ten, twenties everywhere. It would be all over your apartment, everywhere. Well, I lived alone. It must I... be fucking nice just to have money just all over your apartment. I paid my rent with it. Yeah, but it wasn't like some change. It would be like sixty dollars over here, a hundred dollars over here. It was wild. Well, you know our paychecks were like. After a full month of work, we we get, we get like a, a $100 paycheck, and most of our pay was in cash. So that's why I had cash around my apartment. And the drugs I was selling. <laughs> also the drugs. The drugs I was selling. Let me tell you what I was when I was moving across the country. Did I ever tell you the story? I was moving across the country. You know, we you know, drag queens, we have, our, 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 we have cash. We have tips and drug money. This is back on now, you know. Well, anyway. And just to be clear, when we say drug money, we're, 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 we're something you know, they just call large amounts of cash drug money. We don't, yeah. 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 And then so, except when I when the money does buy her weed, that is actually drug money. But anyway. I, I, I buy from the dispensary because I live in Alabama. Still drug money. What, what makes it drug? If you spit, you ever heard of lunch money? You ever heard of lunch money? <laughs> <laughs> if you spend money on lunch, bitch, it's lunch money. Anyways, if you spend money on <laughs> drugs, it's drug money. When I was moving from New York to here, and I have you know, I just have cash, and then, but I knew that the legal amount was ten thousand dollars that you can like fly with safely. I like looked it up. I was like, okay. So I'm like traveling and I'm not traveling. Oh yeah, I was traveling and I'm going through TSA, right? And I, I put it all in my carrying. So I'm, I'm not gonna put this in my suitcase. Right. Next to someone like opens, they check my thing and then someone takes it. So I have it in my, in my backpack. They jack your thing? Oh my god. TSA is god. wild. So I go through the thing and then you it goes on the belt and it, it goes through the thing to get checked. I'm like, oh God, God. So then they pull my thing. They're like, Well, do you have do you have any liquids in there? No liquids. They're like, okay, we'll just go ahead and check. And then they pull out. I had it. I had it in this in a Ziploc bag inside of another bag. And they pulled out the thing. They're like, what's in here? I was like, um, just some money. And they were like, like, this is like a brick of money. And they're like, money. I was like, yeah, I work, I I, I have I'm my own business and we I just haven't had a chance to go to the bank yet. And they're like, how much money is it? I was like, $9,997. Was that really how much it was? No, it was probably like it was roughly that, maybe like give or take. And then they were like, so then he looks at me, I look at him, he's like, that's I look at him, and he, he looks, looks at me. <laughs> and he's like, that's how much, I was like, yeah. He was like, give me one second. He comes back, comes back with, an, with another person. They're like, what's, what's going on here? I was like, oh, this is some cash. I just haven't gotten a chance to go to the bank. They're like, how much is here? I'm like, $9,998. And they're like. That's just snuck in a dollar when it was gone. <laughs> they're like, that's exactly how much is here? I was like, yeah. And they're like, Whoosh. Rachel. Come over, come over. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, he has cash, a lot of cash. And I was like, oh, my God. So now there are four fucking TSA people looking at my bag. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because I, I knew it was I knew it was more than $10,000. I was like, I'm, I'm going to go to fucking jail. I didn't know what the, the repercussions were. You don't go to jail. They, they just alert people. Okay. And then so then now they're all looking at me. So then all of them, how much you have here? And I was like, 
they pick it up they look at it and then they all look at each other and then they're like okay and they let me go but bitch, when i tell you i was sweating I, I didn't know what happens i was like are they gonna arrest me they're gonna i didn't know what would happen i was so scared so at, at banks if you put in more than two thousand dollars they alert the irs and i think if if you travel with more than that, then they alert someone. They they alert like the maybe like the drugs administration or something just to let you know that this person has a lot of money. So in case it is for drugs, I think, but they, it might be the IRS there too. Bitch, I was so scared. I was sweating. Did you my TSA? Uh, my wig went through. No, girl, the TSA even posted this. <laughs> my wig goes through the thing. Uh huh. Did you have it in like a bag? It was in a bag, I think. Yeah. Okay. My wig goes through the thing, and they then they're like, "What is this?" And I said, "It's it's a wig." And they go, "What else is?" This? I said, it's, "It's it's just a wig." What what hair was it? What wig? Was it was it was just it was just my my hair snatched back, with a donut on it, with some pins in it, with a wig on that. Got it. So like my ponytail. Got it. What is this? It's a wig. No, but like what what else? It's just it's just a wig and like pins and stuff in the wig, but it's just a wig. We gotta run it through again. They run it through again. Now there are two agents. Same story. What is this? I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you, it's literally, <laughs> it's just a wig. So they bring over this woman who I'm telling you, I am not kidding. She looks exactly like Leslie Jones. Word. This is just not famous Leslie Jones. She works at the TSA at LAX. I uh. promise you. In the, over on the uh, the the pre-check side. So she holds up the wig. And she goes, "What is this?" Is she holding the actual wig? She's holding my wig in her hand. Okay, Jacob, you can probably if you if you Google Bobby Drag Queen TSA, you'll probably find it. And I go, "It's a wig." And then she goes, "No, this ain't just a wig." I said, "It is, it is just a wig." And she goes, "I'm a black woman. I know what a wig is." Ooh. And I said, "Well, I know what a wig is too." <laughs> and you're holding a wig. <laughs> and she was. That is the that is the picture of a TSA show, <laughs> and TSA reposted it. My wig, and she was grilling me about this wig. I'll never forget her being like, "I'm a black woman. I know what a wig is." That is I was like, "Bitch, I know what a fucking wig is too." And Obviously, it, you don't know what a wig is. And that's what happened. And then they dismantled my entire wig. Well, the reason why you did they, not exactly why I was tra- they took the ponytail off the wig. They took the pins out of the bun. They took. Do you see it? Look, yeah, let me see. Posted. The post was in reference to the winter season eight bomb. <laughs> not the not the tag. <laughs> We heard you walk. This is what they said. It's oh yeah, the, the it, official, it, 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 was, it was it was the the it was the caption that really gathered. The me. official TSA Instagram says, "We heard you walked. <laughs> we heard you walk first, first through our security checkpoints. No tea, no shade, and we show up. You had a pleasant experience. But when it comes to security, we do what needs to be done to keep you safe. At times, our officers may ask passengers to undergo additional screening, such as letting a wig out the bag to be run separately. This could be this could be to resolve an alarm as part of other security measures. Now, sh- <laughs> now Shantae, you can stay. Thanks for your patience, hilarity, talent, and humility. Keep racking up them freaking flyer miles, baby. I added a baby. <laughs> Let me see this again. And bitch, we're, we're, well, the picture should be on the screen. When I tell you they dismantled, when I tell you they did, that is so annoying. I'll be so mad. my wig. I was undone. Unfucking the done. caption. You know, it was some queen back there, like. No, because I was live tweeting the whole thing. I was like, "Oh my god, now, now this lady's here now." Because it was also a week after Bianca got pulled over for. Oh yeah, I remember that. Pulled over. Pulled over. Bianca got like you know sidelined for having a wig. 
Yeah, that's always my biggest fear. That's why I always put my suitcase. I'm like, if I have like a precious wig that I want to not get fucked, and they, I would fucking go wild. I would be so fucking mad. And I just had the wig style because sometimes I, I think I, there, there's a video of me on my YouTube page where I show my wig process kind of during my makeup tutorial. I put on a wig, I pull the wig up, I put it in a ponytail, I put a donut over that, I put a wig on top of that, I pin that all in, and then I usually put a wig on that. Yeah, that's usually how I do my hair. And I was trying to save a step, but not fucking TSA, girl. It's also important to note that um, in the TSA Instagram post, they spelled Shantae incorrectly. Well, they spelled it like a black girl's name. Oh, work. How do they spell it? S-H-A-N-T-E. With an accent over the E. That's a, that's a black girl just spelling it. <laughs> Shantae. Shantae. I know Shantae. Shantae. You, did you know Shantae girl? I think I knew a few Shantae's. Yeah, I definitely knew yeah. Shantae's. Yeah. I knew a diamond. Um, Bob, this has been a great episode. This is the one... Another one without a You know what? <laughs> the one about moms. It's Mother's Day coming up. Let's, let's save it for that. So if you're watching this, it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. I think we might need air before Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might need air. <laughs> oh my god. I hate when I hate when dudes clap like that. When when like did I again? Like, yeah, son! Yeah, yeah! This is boy. too much. You're I like banging it. me up against this. I hate, madness. I hate straight dudes. Unless they're like all right, on that note, thank you so much. <laughs>